You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Steven Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the Coliseum where the A's off on the right foot beginning the second half as the A's scored early. Once again, the pitching was great and the A's beat the White Sox 5-1. to one. Three more home runs for the Athletics, giving them 148 for the year. And 97 in their last 51 games. And the A's are 10 games over 500 at 51-41. and 41. They've won 8 of 10. They're 15-5 and five for the last 20 games. And with the Astros losing and the Indians losing, the A's are now just six games behind Houston in the division. They're just a half game behind the second wild card. And Mike Fires is 7-0. His ERA is around 2.2 for his last 12 starts. And for the year, he's 9-3. His ERA is sitting right around 370. So both Fires and Brent Anderson, who pitches on Sunday, have nine wins for the A's, who are now 51 and 41. Day game tomorrow. Bassett goes for the A's at 105 against the White Sox. When we come back, it'll be Roxy Bernstein picking up the coverage. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Experience amazing. Brought to you by Wingstop. Freshly made just for you wings. Try new Ancho Honey Glaze and Harissa Lemon Pepper for a limited time. Get yours delivered to your door at wingstop.com. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Looking for some green and gold history, great interviews, or even behind-the-scenes access to life on the road? Now you can get it all for free with A's Cast. Just download the app and listen anytime. Athletics.com slash A-S-C-A-S-T to get started. This is A's Clubhouse. We continue with A's Clubhouse from the Coliseum and a terrific start to the second half of the A's, a 5-1 win over the Chicago White Sox and a terrific performance from Mike Fires, who continues to pitch tremendously for the Oakland A's. With Ken Korak, Roxy Bernstein with you. We'll hear from Vince Catronio shortly. And before we get to our game, Ken, what about what transpired in Anaheim tonight and just the emotion of the first game back at the Big A after the tragic passing of Tyler Skaggs. And amazingly, the Angels throw a no-hitter. What a night in Southern California. Yeah, I'm really poignant, and Coco and I were talking about it, trying to follow that game and do a little play-by-play of their game as well. And then to see the Angels players go out and take their shirts off and put the shirts on the pitcher's mound at the Big A with uh, was wearing the red and the number 45 and the Skaggs on the back. And... You know, you just can't imagine something like that happening. So uh, sometimes I guess there are things that are meant to be in baseball. And bigger than the game and 
How yep. about Skaggs' mom, Debbie, throwing out the first pitch tonight uh, prior to the ball game with both teams lined on the baseline. And just an amazing night in Southern California. The combined no-hitter as a 13-0 win for the Angels. And again, the no-hitter in the first game at the Big A after the passing of Tyler Skaggs. But this one here tonight, and the A's were trying to keep that momentum going. And even though they had a break in between the win in Seattle on Sunday and the win here tonight, Ken, it's more the same. And the A's just continue to get that thing rolling. And they picked up right where they left off from the end of the first half. Yeah, a lot of home runs again. They hit three back-to-back in the second by Loreano and Profar and Mike Fires. And, you know, between them, Fires and Anderson, Roxy have 18 wins. They've thrown about 220 innings for the year. So, I mean, stalwarts leading the A's pitching staff. And they really haven't missed a beat. I mean, you're going to miss Frankie Montas. But so far, it really hasn't been a factor. It has not. And thankfully, Mike Fires has found his rhythm after a little bit of a rocky start. Brett Anderson has been terrific. We'll see what Chris Bassett dials up for tomorrow against the White Sox. But this is the first look at the White Sox this season. And for the A's coming out here tonight, starting this five-game homestand to begin the second half. And with the win tonight, the A's get to win number 51 and go 10 over 500, facing the veteran right-hander Ivan Nova. And the A's didn't take long to get on the board in the bottom of the first, a one-out single for Matt Chapman. Matt Olson laced the ball to right field for a base hit, sending Chapman around to third. And that brought up Chris Davis, who would get the A's on the board. Nova at the belt, and the pitch to Chris, and that swung on it up the middle, one hop, and pass to diving Garcia, base hit to center field. Scoring is Chapman. Olsen goes to second, and the A's take a 1-0 lead. Leori Garcia went diving to his left, couldn't corral it. Yep, jumping on that first pitch. He's ready to hit out the gate. And the base hit by Chris Davis, and the A's out to a 1-0 lead. And maybe the break did him some good. And getting that single back up the middle, and, and you highlighted this, Ken. He's a guy the A's need to get going here after a little bit of a uh, a, a home run drought. He's been coming up with some hits, but maybe those four, five days off could really serve him well to get healthy and get going again. Yeah, he was banged up. <clears throat> Excuse me, Roxy. He was banged up before the break, and he's healthy now, so I would look for big things uh, from Chris. And, you know, he's the kind of guy who can hit home runs in bunches. It wouldn't surprise me if he did that fairly soon. Yeah, when he gets hot, the ball just keeps flying off his bat out of the ballpark, and you know a barrage at some point from KD is coming soon. So the A's had a one nothing lead after one. Carried that one nothing lead to the bottom half of the second inning against Ivan Nova with one out. And Ramon Laureano with a titanic shot to left. Nova turns, kicks, here it is. And Ramon drills it to left, way back, and no doubt in 2 nothing A's. Second deck, a tremendous shot by Laureano. His 17th home run. And he stays red hot, and the A's have a 2-0 lead. A no-doubter. Left that middle of the plate, middle win, and he jumped right on it. Not only the first deck, like you said, he hit that thing in the second deck, way back. And it was about halfway, Ken, up the second deck out there down the left field line. And we don't see balls go up there very often. That showed off the power that Laureano possesses. And six hits and three home runs in his last three games, Roxy. And you look at his last 24 games. He has nine home runs and 25 RBIs. So, uh, I mean, he's really emerging and, and coming of age, I think, right before our eyes. And we always knew 
that we could see the defensive skills and certainly the arm, which he has shown off and his ability to make some dramatic catches as well, bringing home runs back. We've seen it numerous times. But the offense has really come along for him. And what have you noticed with him at the plate in the growth as a hitter, even from the beginning of the season to where we're at right now? I think the biggest thing for him, Roxy, is that he's got a lot of confidence. He's able to stay in the moment. You know, we've talked about having a, you have to have a short memory in this game because he got off to a really tough start, but he never wavered in his confidence in himself. Made some adjustments because second-year player uh, was just called up at the end of last year, as you know, and breaking balls, pitches away, chasing a little bit. But I think he was able just to kind of maintain his equilibrium and I think the mental aspect of it, the way he was able to handle the tough start, uh, maybe just as important, if not more important, uh, maybe to some of the physical adjustments that he made. So after his prodigious shot made it 2-0, it didn't take long for the A's to add to it. They went back-to-back as Jurickson Profar stepped in against Ivan Nova. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and Profar drills it to right. If it's fair, it's gone right down the line and gone. Back-to-back and 3-0 A's. A hooking drive down the right field line off the bat of Jerickson Profar. His 11th home run, he goes back-to-back with Laureano, and the A's lead 3-0. And he's another guy, Ken, that if, if he can get going, it's been inconsistent with him. Now he's taken advantage of opportunities, driven in now 41 runs on the year. But the average hovering around 200, it's now up above 210. But he's a guy, if they can somehow get him going, and he had a terrific year, hit 20 home runs, hit up over 250 for Texas last year. Injuries have always been a problem for him, but last year was able to stay healthy. And maybe he's another guy that can get going here in the second half. Well, he's going to have to do it with limited playing time, at least for now, because as Bob Melvin reiterated before the game, that Franklin Barreto is going to get the bulk of the time at second base, and it looks like Barreto is going to start tomorrow uh, Sunday, so it's, it's incumbent upon Profar to try to stay sharp, even though it looks like he's going to be primarily a bench player, at least for the foreseeable future. And take advantage of those opportunities when he gets them, like he did tonight with that home run. And the A's had a 3 nothing lead after two. Mike Fires then his first jam that he had to deal with tonight. Didn't have to deal with much traffic on the base pass. But there were two on with two out and a big spot facing Jose Abreu in the third. Fires ready. Runners go. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Upstairs with a fastball at 92. Finishes off Abreu and the White Sox in the third. No runs. Two hits. And the Sox leave a pair. We go to the bottom of the third. The A's still lead it three to nothing. So he strikes out the White Sox slugger there and strands a couple of runners. It stayed a three nothing ball game to the fourth. Then he got help from his defense with John Jay at first base and one out. And Eloy Jimenez up for the White Sox. 0-2 swung out, routed towards short. Simeon gloves out of hands to Profar for one on to first Olson. They turn two, six four three, inning over for Chicago. Out of the bottom of the fourth, A's lead this one, 3-0. And a tailor-made double play ball for Mike Fires, And, again, the consistent defense from the A's and, you know, so much attention with Matt Chapman being the platinum glove winner last year. Certainly Matt Olson at first base, a gold glove winner. But Marcus Simeon, the way he's improved, the way he keeps getting better, we all see how hard he works. And it's paid dividends now the last couple of years. And... It's probably premature to say, you know what, he could be considered a gold glove candidate, but 
the way he's improved defensively, it's certainly one of the most improved defensive players in baseball. That we've seen in, in the recent past, maybe the last 10 or 20 years, I think of someone who's come as far as he's come. And as we've said many times, Mike Fires and Anderson and Brett, they don't strike out people. They're at the bottom of the American League in strikeouts per nine innings, but they're proving that doesn't matter that much, especially if you have really good defense behind them because you know the ball is going to be put into play. And at the critical spots, can the A's do have those defenders, whether it's Laureano in center, whether it's Simeon and shortstop, the way he's been playing, certainly the guys at the corners. And the A's have been getting some solid play behind the plate as well. And the defense getting the double play ball, keeping it a 3 nothing ball game. It would stay that way until the bottom half of the sixth inning with one out and Mark Canna stepping up. And he's in a spot where he'll get an opportunity to play with Steven Piscotti on the injured list and Mark Canna taking advantage of it. Here's the one-two pitch by Nova to Canna, and Mark hits a five-ball, well hit to center. Going back on it, turning around is Cordell at the wall, leaping, and it's gone, and the A's lead 4-0. Mark Canna hits it out to right center field, right between the 400 mark and the 388 mark, and the A's lead 4-0 in the bottom of the sixth, and that's their third home run tonight. So the third solo shot, this time it's from Canna, his 13th, and it gave the A's a 4 nothing lead. And one thing that we've never doubted about Canna is the power. And it was on display again, hitting one out to the right of dead center. And he's come up with some big home runs, and that gave the A's a little bit more breathing room there in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, and his on-base percentage is over 100 points above his average, batting average. So he's pretty close to already eclipsing his career high for walks in a season so they're pretty fortunate it speaks to the depth the job of the front office to have someone like canna who can step in for piscotti in right field and he's going to get the bulk of the work out there and that home run made it a four to nothing ball game and then we would go to the bottom of the seventh as mike fires continued to cruise along did scatter some hits but keeping the white Sox off the board then in the home half of the seventh inning a leadoff single from josh fegley as the white Sox went to the bullpen Fegley was aboard for Marcus Simeon. The swing and a rocket to left center. It's in the alley, on its way to the wall. Fegley's around third, he'll score. Simeon's at second. He makes the turn. He's trying for three. The relay is late, and he's got an RBI triple. And the A's have got a 5-0 lead. Marcus with his third triple of the year, his 49th RBI. That ball got on the carpet, and it just shot all the way into deep left center. And Simeon turned on the Jets. So that made it a 5 to nothing ball game. And what tremendous base running from Marcus Simeon. Ken, the way he read that, again, that's the maturation of Marcus Simeon over the years and the experience. He's become one of the leaders of this team. And that was a heady play to read that play all the way and be able to stretch that into a triple there. He did not end up scoring, but still was able to get to third because of the heady base running. Yeah, like we said with Coco, he's faster than you think when he gets going. And uh, like Coco said, the tight corners, you know, you, you mentioned Roxy is running the bases and you want to cut down the distance, of course, between the bases. So you hit the inside part of the bag and uh, he turned on the Jets and it was fun to watch him stretch that into a, a triple there. So the RBI triple, a 5 nothing ball game after 7. Mike Fires would work into the eighth inning, get a couple of outs before turning it over to Yusmero Petit, who slammed the door after the White Sox got a couple of base runners in the eighth. Then we would go to the ninth inning, and it's still a 5 to nothing ball game. Joaquin Soria on to try to close it out. Issued a leadoff walk, then a single. Got a couple of outs, but then 
Lurie Garcia with the RBI single, getting Chicago on the board, making it 5-1. to one. And then Bob Melvin turning to Liam Hendricks to get the final out. So Hendricks would come in, get that final out, and the save. After working in the All-Star game Tuesday night, it's just such a luxury to have Liam Hendricks pitching the way he has this year. And, and frankly, I, he's one of the best stories in baseball considering where he was at at this point last year. Has the mentality for it too, right, Roxy? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, nothing seems to bother him. He's very aggressive on the mound, comes right at the hitters. He throws a lot of strikes, and, and that's what you want. So he's been great. Six for seven in save opportunities, although since he's taken over as the closer, he's converted every opportunity he's had. He's been consistent, like you talked about, throwing strikes, coming at the hitters. And he, talking to him pregame, we had him on A's cast live before the ball game. And he was talking about the conviction that he's pitching with now and the confidence that he has when he throws a pitch. And it's just the demeanor and the presence and the confidence that he has that maybe has not been there, certainly like we've seen from Leon Hendricks this season. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, in a, you know, the high fastball. He's, he's working his fastball up in the zone more. Uh, and it, it turned around for him, I guess, ironically, when he got sent down last year and he really had to kind of come face-to-face with his baseball mortality. And as he said, he put his ego aside, uh, worked on that long toss program, gained some velocity, really improved his breaking ball. And, and this is, it's by far the best he's ever pitched. And a great time for the A's because they were looking for somebody at the back end of the bullpen. With Blake Trinan's inconsistent season so far, same with Lou Trevino. And Bob Melvin trying to get things done at the back end of the bullpen. And Liam Hendricks has just been a godsend for the bullpen. He has been tremendous and another terrific outing tonight. The one batter, he struck out, Yohan Moncada. And the A's with a 5-1 to one win as Oakland now 10 games over 500. And with the Rangers comeback against Houston tonight, the A's moved to within six games of the Houston Astros in the division. Of course, the A's are going to see them on the next road trip. And at this point of the year, I know it's still a little early to be scoreboard watching, but that's for us to do, right? The players have to worry about what they can control. Control what you can control, and that's the game in between the lines. But we could start to peek and see what's going on on the out-of-town scoreboard. And, and yes, it's a loss for Houston, but it means a win for Texas, who stays right on the heels of the Oakland A's, and they're showing the Rangers can. They're a team that's not going to go away. Well, and it's fun, right? I mean, it's fun to look at the scoreboard. I think as a fan, you come to the ballpark, and if your team's in the race, I think uh, following the other scores is kind of a component to the whole deal. And uh, the A's are only a half game behind the second wild card, and the Rangers are right there. You know, they're just a game and a half behind uh, the Indians. The Red Sox are a game back. So, uh, you know, that's part of the deal, Roxy. That's what, what makes it fun this time of year. Yeah, it's certainly better than when you're in Baltimore right now and you're looking at the scoreboard and it doesn't matter, right? If, the, if you're looking at the scoreboard, you're paying attention to games around at different ballparks, it means you're playing important baseball, and that's clearly what the A's are doing. I know we got a quick turnaround a day game. Why don't you get home and get some rest? We'll see you out here at the ballpark tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Talk All to right. you tomorrow. The captain, Ken Korak, with us. Final totals for the ball game tonight. For the A's, five runs, 13 hits, no errors. They leave eight. For the White Sox, a run on 10 hits with one air. Ten runners left aboard. The winner, Mike Fires, now 9-3. and three. The loss goes to Ivan Nova. He falls to 4-8. and eight. Liam Hendricks, his sixth save. Time of the ballgame tonight, three hours, 10 minutes in front of 18,504 home runs hit for the A's. Ramon Laureano, number 17, the 11th for Jurickson Profar. 
and Mark Cannon hit his 13th of the season. Coming up on the as the A's Clubhouse show continues, we'll go into the clubhouse. Vince Catronio with Josh Fagley, the A's catcher, after a 5-1 to win over the Chicago White Sox on the Oakland A's radio network. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmers market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 RX350 for $389 a month for 36 months, and we'll make your first month's payment. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Western area only and ends July 31st, 2019. On Thursday, August 1st, grab your favorite air hockey t-shirt, tie your bowling shoes, and unleash your inner child at the second annual Oakland A's Game Night, presented by Chevron. Game Night will take place at Plank in Jack London Square and is available for all fans 21 years and older that purchase a ticket for the event. Activities include bowling, bocce ball, air hockey, video games, and unlimited food and non-alcoholic beverages. Head on over to athletics.com slash game night to select the ticket package that works for you. Game night will begin at 5.30 p.m. following the A's afternoon game against the Milwaukee Brewers. Come show off your best bowling pose or run up the air hockey score on your favorite A's player. All proceeds from the event benefit the A's Community Fund. Game night, Thursday, August 1st at Plank in Jack London Square. For more information, visit athletics.com slash game night. That's athletics.com slash game night. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Out of the break with a victory, the A's open up a three-game series with Chicago. They went 5-1. Mike Fires impressive again into the eighth inning, and Josh Speckley behind the plate for him. And, Josh, we've had this conversation several times, and it continues. What What is it about Mike going back to late, all, to late April that's allowed him to continue to be as consistent as he has been? I think it's just the mentality has stays consistent. And he has what he has as a pitcher, and, and – He's the biggest believer in his stuff, and he comes down. It doesn't matter what lineup we're facing. He knows what his strengths are. He knows what he has to do, execute his pitches, and, and stick to what he knows. And he just goes, you know, start after start, executing his pitches, going deep in the games and giving us a chance. He, he says, I know they know I like my fastball. I like to throw my fastball. But he really believes, like you just mentioned, that he could put it where he wants. What's it like being able to put the number down and, more importantly, have him get the location right? Oh, that makes a world of difference for me. It makes my job easier. But um, like I said, he just believes in that fastball. He knows it works, and you're not going to convince him otherwise. So he's going to continue to throw it. You know, we've got on the reports this guy, you know, kills fastballs. He doesn't care. He's like, that's my strength, and he'll throw it by him. I know we navigated several spots in the game, but it seemed to me third inning, two on, two out, and you're facing a three-time all-star. And Jose Abreu 
explain how you were able to slow down the at-bat and then finish him off with a fastball. He went back-to-back curveballs at the end and then able to get that fastball perfectly placed up and in. I think Abreu's a good example of a guy that doesn't really match up to fire stuff. And, um, you know, we want to pitch him in right there, slow him down like you said. And and uh, he just kind of slowed him down enough with those breaking balls that we threw a fastball out of the zone and got him to chase. What's it, what is it about the Saints offense right now? So confident, it seems like it's coming from so many different places in the lineup. Yeah, I think it, we're showing signs of last year's offense just like that. But I think it's coming from our starting pitching. You know, we go out, if we continually have a lead or we're not behind early in the game, we know we're just going to chip away and chip away. Um, I feel like earlier in the season or, you know, earlier last year, if we were down a little bit early, I think that puts pressure on us and, and we try way too hard at the plate and it just doesn't work. But I feel like we know our starters are keeping us in the game. That gives us time. You know, we, we feel like we don't have to rush. We just put string together good at bats and, and the number's going to come. I know you believe Lou Trevino will be there at the end. Blake Trinan will be there at the end when this club is competing to get back to the postseason. But how important has Liam Hendricks been in, in the in the interim again tonight coming in and, and nailing it down and getting another save? I mean, he's slamming the door every time he comes in, and he's done that for us since he's been in Oakland A. And and I feel like, you know, we've that, that just shows our depth of what we have. Any guy can step up in any role and, and, and pitch his way out of the game. So we're dangerous when we get to that back into the bullpen and, you know, don't give us a lead after the seventh. Always appreciate the time. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Josh Feckley joining us. He's winning it by a final of 5-1. to one. Now more of A's Clubhouse and back to Roxy Bernstein. All right, Vinny. So Josh Fegley, a part of the A's 5-1 to one win tonight. He single scored a run. Also behind the plate for Mike Fires. Terrific outing as the A's go to 10 games above 500 with a 5-1 to one win over the White Sox. The A's have now homered in a season-high tying 13 straight games and have 27 home runs during that span. They hit three more in this one tonight. Loriano, Profar, and Canna going deep. And the A's continue their dominance. They've won six straight over the White Sox here at the Coliseum. And also, they have just owned the American League Central. We'll get into those numbers and more coming up as the Clubhouse Show continues. I want to hear from you, though, right here on the A's Radio Network and the A's Clubhouse Show, which continues on our flagship station, 860 AM in the Bay Area, as well as the TuneIn app and A's Cast. 510-897-1322 to get in line. Again, the number to hear you on the clubhouse show, 510-897-1322. After the Oakland A's 5-1 to win over the Chicago White Sox tonight as the A's move to within six games of the Houston Astros who lead the American League West and the A's only a half game back of the second wild card spot as we're heading toward the middle of July here in the American League. 510-897-1322. You're up next. Ace Clubhouse Show. Roxy Bernstein with you from the Coliseum on the Oakland A's Radio Network. Are you looking for accommodations for your next trip to Oakland? A's fans coming from out of town are always welcome at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms. Enjoy delicious food and beverage offerings, including local craft beer and premium wines at Diamond's Sports Bar, the hotel's full-service restaurant and lounge. To find out more about rates and amenities, visit the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport's website at www.hioaklandairport.com. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia but can't make it to the Coliseum? During every weekend home series, the Oakland A's Community Fund will hold a digital silent auction through the MLB Ballpark app. 
You can bid on rare memorabilia items, including baseballs, jerseys, bats, game-used equipment, and autographed items. Proceeds from the silent auction benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund and its initiatives in the community. Download the app at athletics.com slash ballpark app. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. Powered by TuneIn. Ace cast and the clubhouse show continues from the Coliseum. 5-1, to one, the A's over the White Sox. As the A's open up the second half with a solid win here at home. And they climb 10 games over. The White Sox fall to 3 under the 500 mark. And the A's gain a game in the American League West. Just 6 behind the Astros, who lose with Garrett Cole on the mound tonight. And a late comeback by the Texas Rangers at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. And also the A's now a half game back in the wild card with the A's win here and the Indians losing at home to the Twins. So the A's are keeping their heads on a swivel, looking at all the possible scenarios, but a lot of baseball to be played. And one thing that came up during the broadcast when Coco Crisp was with Ken and Vince was that, okay, it's great and all to scoreboard watch, but control what you can control. And the only thing that you can control is your performance on the field, and the rest of it will take care of itself. And the A's took control of that with Mike Fires out there tonight with a strong seven and two-thirds innings performance. Scattered eight hits with a walk, four strikeouts. He's now nine and three, and then Liam Hendricks came in to get the final out for the save. So a good win for the Oakland A's. Roxy Bernstein in for Chris Townsend here on the Clubhouse Show. Love to hear from you at 510-897-1322. As the clubhouse show continues, we'll hear from the manager, Bob Melvin, as well as Mike Fires, who caught up with Dallas Braden. But another outstanding win for the Oakland A's, and the more wins you get, the more excitement you're building. And this is a pivotal homestand. These are some games that you need to win. When you've got the White Sox here, the team that's below 500, the Mariners coming in after the off day on Monday for a brief two-game series before a, a tough road trip. The A's will go to Minnesota for four, Houston for three. So these next few weeks will tell a lot about this team. Can the A's make a charge at Houston like they did last season? And the one thing is they're going to be confident in the clubhouse knowing they can do that because they've done it before. They did it last year and in the second half of the year when everybody just assumed the Astros would run away with the American League West. But then came the charging A's right at them and caught them. But then Houston would pull away and win the division. And the A's still won 97 games and, as we know, went to the wild card and lost to the Yankees. But they got to the postseason, and that lets everybody know in this clubhouse, the majority of these guys were here last year, right, that they know they can do it. They can catch the Astros, and that's why this next road trip, you got to take care of the business at home against these couple of ball clubs, the White Sox, the Mariners, and then four games against a very good team and the Twins that lead the American League Central. And then, of course, the ALS leading Astros right now who are in Texas taking on the Rangers before they head to Anaheim for a four-game set with the Angels, and then they'll head home 
So the A's will get them back at Minute Maid Park on this upcoming road trip. 510-897-1322 is the number. Let's lead it off with Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Jesse, you're up on the A's Clubhouse Show. Roxy, great night tonight. Um, I just want to start by saying that um, baseball is is being negatively compared to the NBA and uh, the NFL and all that, but I don't think either sports can have a moment like we saw in Anaheim tonight. That was unique to baseball and really special. Yeah, if you didn't get choked up and get emotional, there's something wrong with you because that it was one of the most, frankly, emotional moments I've ever or watched on a diamond considering everything the Angels have been through in the last week and a half since the passing of Tyler Skaggs and the first home game back when his mom throws out the first pitch and then they combined to no-hit the Seattle Mariners. And it's, it's funny, you follow the Twitter timeline of some of the Angels people and, and all these little things that add up, they're maybe not coincidences. For example, Mike Trout noted after the game the, the Angels scored seven runs in the first inning and they finished with 13. Tyler Skaggs' birthday would have been tomorrow on 7-13. How about that? You can't make that stuff up. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. And, and, but, uh, you know, for for the A's, and I just really want to talk about, you know, you made a, a point before the break. You said, uh, you know, the, the A's have they, they can only control what they can control. Well, one of the things they can control is, um, you know, adding some depth to the starting rotation. And, you know, I know that people hate to trade prospects. You, you hate it to trade Addison Russell you hate to trade uh, Billy McKinney, but right now, if Mike Fires were to, God forbid, have something go wrong, or Brett Anderson were to regress back to the Brett Anderson that we all expected him to be at the beginning of the year, you would be at a real disadvantage right now, you know, with a lack of starting pitching depth, even with Sean Maniah coming back. And the A's do have a lot of stuff in the farm system that I think other teams would be interested in. So I'm going to try to make the case for trading top prospects, if necessary, to go get Marcus Stroman. And that case is simply wild card game in Tampa Bay, Marcus Stroman on the mound. That's my case. Well, there's going to be some pitchers that are going to be coveted here at the deadline. And Stroman's certainly one of the names that's being floated out there. You're hearing Matthew Boyd a lot from the Tigers. Certainly Ooh. Madison Bumgarner's a guy that'll be on the block. We'll see what the Mets decide to do, if they're going to try to make a blockbuster deal and replenish their system, if they're going to trade Syndergaard or DeGrom. Um, the rumblings that Bauer could be had from the Indians, but it'll be interesting to see what Cleveland does considering with their hot streak, they're right back in the thick of things and not just the AL Central, but the wild card race. And let me ask you this, Jesse. Why Stroman? Why is he the guy you want? Because he's under control through next year. So here's mm-hmm. the deal. If you get Stroman, all right, with the way Fires is pitching, and if you can continue to get the kind of production you're getting out of Brett Anderson, now you have three legit starters. You would have a legit front-of-the-rotation guy in Stroman, a solid number two in Fires, and a, and a, and a, and a, you know, a legit three in Anderson. And it would give you more depth automatically. 
if Manaya can come back and give you an approximation of what he gave you last year, now you can literally go into Houston and expect to win a couple of those games. You might be able to pull off the division. If you get into the wild card, you have a legit ace who can go in that game. If you win that, you have a legit top of the rotation that can go up against the Yankees or whoever you face next. And then even if you get eliminated, you're coming back next year with that same rotation plus a 27-year-old Matt Chapman and a 26-year-old Matt Olson. And I'm talking potentially contending for a World Series with that rotation next year. Plus Jesus Lazardo, if he can come back, I mean, that's, I think it's worth, I wouldn't trade Lazardo, but if you're talking Puck, if you're talking Mateo, whatever you want, I would be willing to give that up to get a year and a half of Marcus Stroman because you would have a legit chance to go deep in the postseason this year and next year. Good stuff, Jesse. Good phone call. Appreciate you chiming in at 510-897-1322. And here's the one thing. Look, we don't know what, what David Forrest and Billy Bean are thinking in terms of uh, who they will covet at the trade deadline. And, again, the trade deadline is different this year than we've seen in previous years. No more waiver trades after July 31st, for example, like the A's, how they got Mike Fires last year, right, after he slipped through waivers and the A's made the trade to get him. Can't do that anymore. Or like when the Astros got Justin Verlander a couple of years ago. That waiver deadline is gone. There's a hard deadline July 31st now to make deals. And you've got to make the trade before then, or that's it. That That's your roster. And so for the A's, we'll see what they do. The one thing is, that, and the, the track record speaks for itself, that they'll they'll be aggressive. They'll, they'll do what they got to do and to make the moves. And last year, it wasn't just fires, but the trade to get Jerry's Familia when they did. You go back through the years, and anytime they've had the opportunity to make that move and, and go get somebody to help this team, they've done it. And it wouldn't surprise me to see them go after it and get creative about how they do things. And, you know, we're seeing the trend in all throughout baseball now where general managers are playing it more cautiously in terms of their prospects and not wanting to part with their key future assets. And in this case, the A's have a bunch of them and a bunch of highly thought-of prospects, whether it is Lozardo, Puck, uh, Mateo, you go on and on, and even Franklin Barreto is here right now who's been getting the bulk of the work at second base, didn't play tonight, but since he's come up, whether it's a Dalton Jeffries and with the recent draft and the talent that's in the A's farm system, they will be, I think, creative about the way they do things, and that's the way they've done it through the years. And we'll see how this thing plays out. We still have... A little less than three weeks until the deadline. And the other thing I'm wondering this year, and not just from the A's perspective, but all throughout baseball, how is the deadline going to be different this year in terms of how are GMs going to look at the trade deadline? Because you have to make those decisions a little bit earlier, and you can't do anything after July 31st. And the other situation is right now there's a lot more buyers than there are sellers. If you look at, for example, the American League, you can rule out Baltimore, the Tigers, Royals, Blue Jays, Mariners, and the White Sox. Those are the teams that, all right, they're out of the race. The Angels are kind of on the periphery. There's a lot of teams in front of them, even with their win tonight. 
They're five and a half back in the wild card as the Angels getting to 500. But then everybody else is a buyer in the American League. And you look at the National League, where there's a lot more buyers over there. The Marlins, the Mets, they're definitely out of things. But now you're looking at the rest of the wild card chase, and even as poorly as the Giants have performed, they won tonight, and they're four and a half back in the wild card, but yet their run differential is a minus 67. Cincinnati, like the Giants, six games below 500, but they're four and a half back in the wild card. You have the Nationals and Phillies that lead it. The Brewers, the Diamondbacks, only a half game back. Colorado, a game and a half. The Padres, the Cardinals are two. Pirates, two and a half. So all these teams in the National League, right now, there's more buyers than there are sellers, and you wonder how that's going to affect the market coming up. Our phone number again is 510-897-1322. Ace Clubhouse show after a 5-1 to win. Over. The Chicago White Sox open up play here in the second half, resuming play after the All-Star break. Before we go any further, let's pause for station identification along the Oakland A's radio network. 8.60 a.m., the answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. So a 5-1 win for the Oakland A's tonight. Roxy Bernstein with you at the Coliseum after the A's victory, 5-10, 8-9-7. is the number to chime in here on the postgame show. And the A's continue their domination of the American League Central. The A's this season are 11-2 against the AL Central. They're averaging six runs per game against the Central, and they have hit 28 home runs in those ballgames. And keep in mind, they still have a game to be finished with the Tigers that will be completed from the game that was suspended in Detroit that will be finished here in September with the A's having a lead in the seventh inning. And if you go back to August of 2016, the A's have now gone 63-21 and 21 against the AL Central. That's a 750 winning percentage against this division. The A's have now won six consecutive games against the White Sox here at the Coliseum. In fact, the A's have won 11 of the last 14 at the Coliseum from the Chicago White Sox after the win tonight. And tomorrow it'll be Chris Bassett on the mound for the A's. Again, a day game tomorrow at 107 with the first pitch which means we'll be on the air at 12.05 with the dugout show, or rather the pregame show, I should say, here from the Coliseum for game two of this series between the A's and the White Sox. Coming up here as the postgame show continues on the Clubhouse Show, we will hear from Bob Melvin as well as tonight's winner, Mike Fires, and more. We'll bring you some of that dramatic sound from Anaheim with the Angels and the no-hitter tonight. Clubhouse show continues. Roxy Bernstein with you again to chime in. 510-897-1322. 5-1, the A's over the White Sox on the Oakland A's radio network. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 RX350 for $389 a month for 36 months, and we'll make your first month's payment. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Western area only and ends July 31st, 2019. You're out! Come on, Hump. He was safe. Listen, Coach, I'm just trying to get us out of here so we can get to Cash Creek. Ah! 
I'd love to hit the slots right about now. Oh, yeah? I prefer blackjack. And I could really go for a great porterhouse steak at C Square. Well, how about a round of golf, eh? On the award-winning course? Okay, fine. But I'll need a therapeutic deep tissue massage at the spa. That sounds perfect. We're both out of here. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud sponsor of our Oakland A's. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Now is the time to secure your own terrace table with seating for two or four people to eat, drink, and cheer the A's right from these amazing new half-moon tables. With awesome in-seat ordering and exclusive discounts, this might be the best seat in the house. So grab your friends, family, or coworkers and come out early for a great day at the ballpark. To learn more about the terrace and some of the other exciting new ballpark locations, visit athletics.com slash premium today. A's Clubhouse Show. Roxy Bernstein with you at the Coliseum. A's 5, White Sox 1. Final scores, the A's go to 10 over 500 and gain a game on the Houston Astros in the American League West. Mike fires the win over Ivan Nova. Liam Hendricks the save as the A's hitting three solo home runs. Loriano, Profar, and Canna going deep. And the A's will try to make it two in a row over Chicago. We'll be on with total access tomorrow at 12.05 and a 107 first pitch. Should be a beautiful day for baseball here at the Coliseum. Well, after the ball game, Bob Melvin addressed the media and talked about the victory tonight over the White Sox. Oh, it seems like Fires really just picked up where he left off. What do you think, just the work he was able to give you guys today? Yeah, I mean, giving us basically the same game, but even a little bit longer today. You know, he's the one guy you're not worried about you know, throwing a ton of pitches, um, you know, it's one, one pitch away from getting through eight innings, and nowadays that's a lot. So another terrific start by him. I mean, it seems like, I mean, he doesn't have an overpowering fastball or anything like that, but, I mean, how do you think he's just able to, especially over these last two months, just been able to have so much success? Yeah, he doesn't have an overpowering fastball velocity-wise, but it spins pretty well, and up in the zone it's tough for anybody to catch up to. You know, he throws his curveball out of the same spot. Um, so he can pitch down, up and down very effectively. And now, you know, even a little bit more side to side with the cutter uh, and throws a sinker every now and then. So different repertoire. Just how important has it been with, you know, with the injuries that you've had and then losing Frankie for him to really step up and be one of the best pitchers in the American League the last couple of months? Yeah, I think, you know, before this, the Frankie situation, he was still pitching the way he is right now. So, you know, I don't think it affected him. I think once we lost Frankie, he said, I have to go out and pitch differently. I think he's just trying to pitch his game, and he's been doing that consistently for, what, two and a half months now. How much does his, over here, how much does his success sort of speak to the power of control? I mean, he, he's, I think, 77 strikes tonight. He's only walked two in his last three or four starts. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's one thing to, as a starter to go out there and throw 98 miles an hour, and it's tough to sustain that, and it's tough pitch, to pitch deeper in games. So, you know, they're... There's still a lot of value in a starter that might not throw too terribly hard, but a guy that you know you can throw a lot of pitches with, and 
you know, could do some different things and get you different looks. He might not strike out 10 guys and overpower you, but in his own way he does. And next thing you know, you look at him, he's in the, he's in the seventh or eighth inning, he has a lead. And then from the offensive standpoint, we've talked about how, you know, the bottom of your lineup is really dangerous. And tonight, you know, you get back-to-back homers from your seven and eight hitters. Right. No, no, that, that is the strength of our team is, is the fact that, you know, you look at one through four, it's pretty impressive right there. But, you know, five through nine, depending on who we're hitting where, has the ability to, to do some damage. And, and we feel good throughout our lineup. I think it's one of the deeper lineups in the league. So it's not like we have to take a break and swing back around to the top of the lineup to feel like we have to score runs. Besides the three home runs, Bob, I mean, how many times does everybody in the starting lineup get a hit? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a pride factor amongst our lineup. And, you know, when you have Laureano hitting down there with the numbers that he's putting up, Robbie Grossman's been on fire here recently. Josh Fagley's numbers this year for, you know, you look around the league for catchers is one of the elite offensive numbers. And, you know, now we have Chris Herman, too, to mix and match with. So, um, yeah, I, I think our, our guys take a lot of pride in the fact that, you know, we can hit through up and down the lineup. That's the ace skipper Bob Melvin after the win tonight. Mike Fires, and what a role again he is on. He has won his last seven decisions. In fact, Mike Fires has not lost a game in over two months. The last time he was saddled with the L, he had to go back to May 1st at Fenway Park against the Red Sox. At, on May 1st, Mike Fires was 2-3 and three with a 6.81 ERA. Then in his next start, he threw the no-hitter here on May 7th against the Reds. He's been on a dominant roll, 7-0 since, with an ERA right around 2 since he fell to 2-3 and in a 6.81 ERA. And he sets the tone tonight, starting the second half off with 7 and two thirds scoreless innings in the A's 5-1 win over the White Sox. 5-10-8-9-7-1-3-2-2 is the number we'll hear from Mike Fires coming up, as well as some of the great moments around baseball tonight. Roxy Bernstein with you, the A's Clubhouse Show, along the Oakland A's. Radio Network. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. Chris Townsend for NestBetting.com. If you've been mattress shopping, you know the cost of a memory foam mattress is insane. And what do you know about the company that makes the mattress and the other one that sold it to you? Check out my friends at NestBetting.com, a local company that actually makes the mattress they sell right here in the USA, which means you get a high-quality memory foam mattress at half the cost, and shipping is always free. I love this company. Local business, made in the USA, free shipping. Did I mention their lifetime guarantee? Mattress and bedding needs. Go to NestBetting.com betting.com. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 RX350 for $389 a month for 36 months and we'll make your first month's payment. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Western area only and ends July 31st, 2019. It's time to grab your reserved space in the popular Connie Mac Club. The club space gives your group a private area located in Shy Park Tavern for the entire ball game. 
The Connie Mack Club features access to outdoor seating and includes a pre-game buffet filled with our highest-end food package. This area of the ballpark is perfect for 30 to 50 guests to kick back, relax, and enjoy the game. For more information about the Connie Mack Club and other group offers, visit athletics.com slash groups. This is A's Clubhouse. We roll on on this Friday night, A's Clubhouse Show, 5-1. to one, The A's over the Chicago White Sox. Mike fires the win now, 9-3, and 7-2-3, scoreless innings. He's been on a dominant roll since early May. And another outstanding effort tonight by the veteran right-hander. And after the ball game, he caught up with our Dallas Braden on NBC California. All right, fans, I'm here with Mike Fires, seven and two-thirds of shutout baseball, an outstanding effort tonight. I want to ask you about the All-Star break, though. We had a couple of guys out there, and Liam and Chappie. You had the opportunity to kind of put your feet up, take that in. A great opportunity to recharge, would you say? Uh, of course. You know, over the course of the season, long season, we play every day. You know, every once in a while, it's good to get away and, uh, you know, see your family, friends, and uh, just kind of get away from the field for a little bit. So for me, it was huge. It got me recharged and uh, got back out here. And, uh, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, there's really no other way to slice it, Mike. You are throwing the hell out of the baseball right now. That is 10 consecutive quality starts for you. What do you and this club have to do to continue the push into the second half and get your guys' selves where you want to be? I think we just got to be consistent. Uh, that's the biggest thing. Uh, not make any mental errors. Go out there with the intensity that we have every day and uh, play our game. And that's, you know, the rest takes it. You know, it takes over. Um, we've got a lot of good players on this team, and, you know, it's only a matter of time before we turn it on and put everything together and, you know, catch those Astros. Ten quality starts. I'd say you are the model of consistency right now. Congratulations, Mike. Thank you, Brady. That was Mike Fires with Dallas Braden on the A's postgame show on NBC Sports California. Nine and three now for Mike Fires with the win tonight as the A's will turn to Chris Bassett to keep it going tomorrow. As the series with the White Sox continues with game two of this three-game series and game two of a five-game homestand, A's total access comes your way at noon, just after noon tomorrow, and the first pitch at 107 here at the Coliseum. Coming up, we'll take a look around baseball, and uh, we'll check in on that magical night for the Angels down in Southern California. If you want to join the show, give us a call, 510-897-1322. As the A's get the win, and we roll on on A's Clubhouse Show on the Oakland A's Radio Network. Want to take your fandom to the next level? Xfinity is the place for the ultimate sports experience. With Xfinity X1, you can track multiple games and leagues at once while watching another game live. And finding everything on your TV is faster with the X1 voice remote. Get instant access to your favorite teams, athletes, and the latest news and stats with the sound of your voice. Just say, show me sports or show me baseball scores, and it's all right there. You can even watch games on any screen with the Xfinity Stream app, so you never miss the action. Stream at home with the best Wi-Fi experience or on the go with access to millions of Wi-Fi hotspots nationwide. Plus, get even more with out-of-market packages like MLB Extra Innings, so you can catch your hometown team no matter where you live. Switch to Xfinity and experience sports like never before. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service. Not available in all areas. 
Dogs need to chew. That's why Nylabone makes a full range of chew toys and long-lasting edible chews your dog will love. Our chew toys satisfy dogs' natural urge to chew and are made for every chewing style, from gentle puppies to extreme chewers who need the very toughest toys. And our natural edible chews help clean dogs' teeth and freshen their breath. Available at your local neighborhood pet store. Nylabone. Choose best. Want to take home half of the 50-50 pot? This season, you'll have even more opportunities to test out your luck. The Oakland A's Community Fund will host a 50-50 raffle at every home game in 2019. Tickets are sold from gates opening through the last out of the sixth inning, from raffle sellers, or at the kiosk at Section 217. The winner will be announced in-game and will receive 50% of the jackpot, with the remainder benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more at athletics.com raffle. This is A's Clubhouse. Roxy Bernstein with the A's Clubhouse. The A's get a win tonight, opening the homestand and opening the second half of 5-1 victory over the Chicago White Sox. The Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers and exceptional moments of summer. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional on a full line of Lexus vehicles. Now until September 3rd, experience amazing at your Northern California Lexus dealers. We move around Major League Baseball and check in on the American League West. We'll start at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, where the Astros had a big lead on the Rangers before Texas came back, and the Rangers in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth inning would walk it off. Santana out to center field. It's got to get down. It does! And Santana's won it! That's Danny Santana with the hit to win the game, 9-8. The Rangers come back. They've won the first two in that series from the Houston Astros. That was Dave Raymond on Texas Rangers TV with the call. And the win for the Rangers pulls them to within seven of Houston. And the A's now six back of the Astros with the Rangers knocking off the Houston Astros in Arlington, Texas. But the story in Major League Baseball tonight clearly is what happened in Southern California. Emotions were all over the place. It was a night where the Angels returned home for the first time after the tragic passing of Tyler Skaggs. And their first home game is Mom Debbie throughout the first pitch. And it was history in Southern California tonight. Gags his framed jersey sitting on an easel behind the mound as both teams have lined up at the first base and third base lines to uh, really look back on the life of Tyler Skaggs. To do that, we'll turn things over to the public address announcer, Michael Araujo. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise and remove your caps. On the morning of Monday, July 1st, the Angels organization lost a member of its family, Tyler Skaggs. Tonight, while the grieving continues, the Angels and Mariners join fans across the nation and the baseball community in remembering this special young man. Tyler Skaggs, 21 years of age. 
builds to the windup, and the first pitch of his big league career is in for a strike, and off we go from Chase Field. And it's swung on and missed strike three, and that's how his big league career starts. Something tells me this might not be the last time these folks see this man. Skaggs, a 22-year-old left-hander from Santa Monica High School, making his Angels debut. Grounded to Renhifo, has the ball bounce away, recovers, throws, and the ball game is over. The Angels have no hit Seattle tonight here at the Big A. 13 to nothing the final on a night where the Angels honored Tyler Skaggs, every single Angel player wearing his number and name on the back of their uniforms. A no hitter tonight against the Mariners. Just an amazing evening in Southern California, and the no-hitter, a combined no-hitter, and a 13-0 win for the Angels, but the story was the celebration for their fallen teammate who passed away, Tyler Skaggs, and then the emotions for all the players heading to the mound, taking their, all their jerseys off. They all wore number 45 in Skaggs tonight. Put him on the mound, and with his mom throwing out the first pitch, just a, an unbelievable evening in Southern California, and we, we've been Pointing out some of the, if you want to call them coincidences, all right, but some of the interesting notes surrounding that. Well, the Angels paid tribute to Skaggs by throwing the combined no-hitter against the Mariners tonight. The last time there was a combined no-hitter in the state of California was the day Tyler Skaggs was born. July 13th, 1991, the last time a combined no-hitter was thrown in the state of California, and oddly enough, it was right here at the Coliseum. It was the Baltimore Orioles who no-hit the A's a 2 nothing win for Baltimore, a day game July 13, 1991. Bob Malacki was the starting pitcher. He went six sh- shutout no-hit innings, followed by Mike Flanagan, Mark Williamson, and then Greg Olson closed it out. Eric Shaw took the loss for the A's in that ball game. A lineup that featured the likes of Jose Canseco, Harold Baines was the DH, Mark McGuire, Dave Henderson, uh, Terry Steinbach came off the bench in that game, Mike Gallego, who's the Angels' third base coach, was the starting second baseman for the A's in that game, Ricky Henderson came off the bench as a pinch hitter, and that was the last combined no-hitter in the state of California, unbelievably the day that Tyler Skaggs was born, July 13th, 1991. Here tonight, 5-1, to one, the A's over the White Sox. We'll come back, wrap up the clubhouse show from the Coliseum. Last chance to get in at 510-897-1322. A's get the W tonight. Roxy Bernstein with you along the Oakland A's radio network. 
We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just to BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. Discover Karika Park, an exciting Australian-style golf course located in Alameda and designed by the world-renowned Reese Jones. Karika Park is the only Reese Jones course in the Bay Area and is named the best municipal renovation of the year. Experience the future of public golf at KarikaPark.com, the official home course of the Oakland A's. Are you looking for accommodations for your next trip to Oakland? A's fans coming from out of town are always welcome at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms. Enjoy delicious food and beverage offerings, including local craft beer and premium wines at Diamond's Sports Bar, the hotel's full-service restaurant and lounge. To find out more about rates and amenities, visit the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport's website at www.hioaklandairport.com. Itching for more A's Cast content? A's Cast Live is now your number one destination for baseball during your afternoon commute. Join Chris Towns and a cast of recurring guests for a new live baseball show focused on the 30 MLB teams. From openers to launch angles, A's Cast Live takes you around the baseball universe, exploring the Oakland A's and the rest of Major League Baseball. To hear the show, download A's Cast by visiting athletics.com slash A's Cast. Athletics.com slash A's Cast. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Roxy Bernstein continuing final segment of the A's Clubhouse Show at the Coliseum after they open the second half of the win over the White Sox tonight. Time now for our next game preview brought to you by the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport. Game two of this three-game series with the White Sox. The Southsiders are here. Chris Bassett, 5-4 and four and a 4.29. ERA will get the ball for the A's and Bob Melvin tomorrow. Now, there was a TBA listed for the White Sox to be the starter tomorrow. We'll see who the White Sox end up throwing in their second game here after the All-Star break. Um, Waiting to see if there's any announcement from them, but possibility could be former athletic Ross Detweiler could make that start tomorrow. He's 1-0 with a 3.27 ERA. We'll see what direction the White Sox want to go in tomorrow. But the A's will try to keep this momentum going as the A's have won now eight of their last ten. They've won 15 of their last 20 ball games, And a win tomorrow will guarantee them five consecutive series wins. If they can get it done as they won the final four series of the first half. And then they picked up a win to start the second half over the White Sox tonight by a score of 5-1. to one. A's fans, remember the next time you're coming in from out of town for an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms, and all baseball fans are welcome. We'd be remiss if we didn't wish a very special happy birthday to Steve Usinich, the A's longtime clubhouse manager who's basically in charge of everything around here. Happy birthday, Voos. And uh, it's funny, I popped into his office pregame to wish him happy birthdays. How'd you know? Well, it was on Facebook, Voos. 
So everybody pretty much knows now. Happy birthday to the legendary Steve Usinich. And the A's get him a victory on his birthday by a final score of 5-1. to one. The A's now six games behind. The Houston Astros with a win tonight and the Houston loss in Texas. And they'll turn to Chris Bassett tomorrow to keep this going. We'll have the total access show for you from the Coliseum with some day baseball beginning at 12.05. First pitch at 107 along the Oakland A's radio network. It's been a fun night of baseball, and the A's open up the second half with a solid win over Chicago. Final totals again for the A's, five runs, 13 hits, no errors, eight left. For the White Sox, a run on 10 hits with an error, 10 runners left aboard. Mike Fires now 9-3, and three, the winner over Ivan Nova, who's 4-8. and eight, The save, Liam Hendricks, is sixth. Time of the ball game, three hours, 10 minutes tonight. The A's hitting three home runs. Ramon Laureano is 17th. Jerickson Profar, number 11. Mark Canna also going deep. His 13th of the season in front of 18,504. Thanks very much to Robert Costa back at the studios. For Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, Coco Crisp, who is with us tonight, Ray Fossey, and, of course, Chris Towns at Roxy Bernstein saying so long from the Coliseum. We'll talk to you tomorrow right afternoon, 12.05, of the A's Total Access along the Oakland A's radio network. We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just a BART ride away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov slash BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov slash BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. The memories are still fresh. The New York Yankees have won the 2018 wildcard game, an abrupt end to a remarkable season for the Oakland Athletics. Revenge is on the mind. Chris Davis has done it again. The A's look to avenge their postseason elimination at the hands of the Yankees. The series starts Tuesday, August 20th. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. Hit well, back is Upton, at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.